Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, now joining us is Dan, of course, of BaggiesFacts.com and just an overall swell guy. Uh, He's going to be talking to us a little (laughs) bit about what's been happening at West Bromwich Albion. Dan, I guess we'll start chronologically with the news that's happened in the last week. Uh, Tony Pulis gets an extension, I think, uh, which surprised yeah. many a neutral. Was it a surprising for Albion fans? Yeah. It, to be honest, it, it wasn't just surprising. It was upsetting. <laughs> and, it, and it made me quite angry. And it's so frustrating. I've used that word frustrating so many times. Because you do feel like there's nothing you can do about the whole affair. Um, but, but giving the bloke an extension to his contract is absolutely beyond me. Um, and the, there are quite a few Baggies fans who are sticking up for him, which is fair enough, and it's their right to, you know, I completely believe in being able to say what you think and, and have your opinion, and, and and football would be totally boring without it. But to be to be giving a, a new contract to a manager that's won his last two in 20 matches in all competitions, you get that, that's, that's winning 10% of your matches. But, and one of those was a League Cup defeat to Northampton. Um, it's 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 beyond me. I just can't believe it. You know, fair enough. If if you're not all up for sacking the fella, then that's fine. But to give him a new contract, it is almost quite amusing that that we've done that. Um, and there's no reasoning behind why we'd need to do that. You know, if I think Pulis knows that. He's not be able to get a job as big as the Albion if he was to leave this club, um, and so of course he's going to sign a new deal. But that also gives Albion the security to be able to say, you know, if you don't perform at the end of the season, your contract's up and you'll be on your way. Maybe, maybe you know there is some thinking behind it that if we do time down to a longer deal, he'll be more committed to the club, 
and thus we'll we'll be able to produce better football on the pitch. But beyond that, I can see absolutely no reasoning for it whatsoever. And and there are a few people, um, periodist apologists, who are coming up with some things. They're saying that, you know, look at what happened to Charlton, look at what happened to Bolton, etc. after changing the manager. Um, and and that's that's all fair enough, but I don't think there's much comparison between the way Albion play football and how some of these other clubs mention play football. Um, it is just so demoralising going up the Hawthorns, knowing that you're going to be seeing us play completely negative football from minute one um, every single week, no matter who the opposition is. Um, and so the new deal just came as an absolute... Stunner. Um, in fact, I, I think I, I've been on a night shift the night before, and I woke up at maybe mid-afternoon, and um, I've got a, a WhatsApp Albion WhatsApp group with some of my friends, and um, someone had put on there, Pulis has got a new contract, and I automatically looked at it and dismissed it as just a joke, to be honest, and it turned <laughs> out it was true. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So absolutely. Not pleased with that at all, Kev. Um, I'm sure you can sympathise with me on that one. Yeah, I mean, we've we've heard your displeasure here for years. And didn't you uh, run a poll on your site as well? Yeah, it was 71% in favour of Pulis um, getting the sack or or 29% in, in, in favour of him people, you know, being behind Pulis. So pretty much very similar to our possession stats, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, well, that's not the most encouraging. <laughs> oh, mate, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, well, then you only went and uh, off that new contract, went and had a great performance against City. No, wait, the other thing. Um, yeah. Got awful. shellacked by Manchester yeah. City. Aguero having just one of those Aguero days. What was your view of that match? Um... I sort of knew it was coming, to be honest, and you might well say that it's a negative view to take, um, but I could see City really demolishing us um, due to the fact that Pep was six games on without a win as well. It just had to be the Albion that, that were on the end of a smashing. Um, you could see what was going to happen from minute one. We completely we we didn't press them at all. Even from the midfield areas, we didn't press them. The only time we tried to get near them is when they approached our box, and we just sat in. Even for Pulis's, you know, usual methods, we just sat in way way too deep. Um, and and aside of of Man City's quality, Sterling was brilliant on the wing. Fair play to him. Aguero, of course, was fantastic. Gundogan was was brilliant in the midfield, orchestrating what was going on. Their side is just fantastic. And if you're going to allow players of that quality too much time on the ball, even in areas where they can't punish you, they're going to have a lot more. I just felt that they got they, they were quite comfortable in the game and way too easily, if that makes sense, that they were able to then start making the passes in and around our, our box and, and they were picking, you know, picking us off and making chances for themselves. And the only person to blame for that is Mr. New Contract, you know. He's, he's given a new contract and then the game following that, he's, he has his worst defeat as Albion manager, which isn't really what you want to hear. Um, and to be honest, the fans aren't helping. But um, that isn't an, a hit at the fans or any sort of slight at the baggies fans because I, like the rest of most of them that are turning up to watch, are just completely apathetic at the minute. There's just, we know what's coming. 
we, we're really struggling to get behind the team because we know that what we're going to be watching for 90 minutes, that ticket prices for that game were £40. And I think you'll be able to see from, from the amount of empty seats, Kev, that, that, you know, that there's a lot of Baggies fans really just staying away from the games at the minute. And I, I'm not going to point my finger at them and blame them for that, to be honest, because it is just, it's not worth £40 of, of your money to come up and, and watch that. Um, and I believe the season ticket holders even who've paid for their season ticket that are staying away from matches at the minute, um, which is just completely, just shows you the, the state that the club's in. And, then, you know, which, which you know, brings me back again to, to the to the Pulis new contract. It's just completely, un, it's, for me, it's, it's madness because the club needs at the minute to be attracting new fans uh, we're the only Premier League West Midlands club. We need to be attracting fans from from different, you know, ethnic groups from, you know, from different parts of the West Midlands, that, you know, or maybe even students that are studying in the West Midlands. We're not going to be doing that when, you know, getting different age groups as well. We're not going to be doing that with Pulis at the helm because of football. Ultimately, people go to watch football and they want to be entertained to some sort of degree. And there is just no entertainment from watching 90 minutes of your team sat back trying to defend a zero-goal advantage. Hmm. Uh, so the new owners are obviously the ones that extended him. I, I just think it's interesting because so many other clubs would love... Uh, especially people that come on the show, we all tend to be pretty stick with your manager. But I think mm-hmm. this is the one instance where people would totally <laughs> understand you not sticking with your manager. Yeah, and it's I the wish, one time I it's been it. done. Yeah. And do you know what? I've, I'm not, I'm not going to say bad things about our new Chinese ownership because they're, they're seeing it from a, a business and money point of view. And maybe they're willing to give the bloke a chance and maybe they don't quite understand how upset most of the Baggies fans are with with the whole episode. Um, you know, it, it might well be a case in four or five games' time. I mean, there, there was I did a poll on my on my website, like like you mentioned, and there were some people saying, "Well, you've done that poll after after a four 0 defeat." But my <laughs> reply was, "Well, That's if you want to wait till we've won, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you want to wait to do the poll after we've won a game, my, my reply was that you'll probably be waiting a few months, to be honest, because I just don't see us winning at the minute. You know, it is so poor. And if if you add to that the fact that the people are taking a pop at McLean because he didn't wear a poppy again, that whole thing's coming round again. Just retweet uh, your article, man. <laughs> yeah, and it is a case of that. I mean, just to reiterate my stance quickly on James McLean not wearing a poppy. He doesn't wear a poppy. He doesn't refuse to wear one. And he doesn't snub wearing a poppy. He chooses not to wear a poppy. It's not like he's contractually obliged to wear a poppy. He just chooses to not wear one because it's not what he believes in. It doesn't make him a bad person. And it doesn't mean he's inconsiderate or doesn't care about all the, the great people that have died for, for, for in the British Army. I mean, I'm an I'm an ex-British Army, so I, you know, I always wear a puppy, and there are plenty of us that will always wear a puppy, and that's great. You know, we should always support that cause. And if you're listening from from um, from uh, you know, if you're not from Britain, then just do a little bit of research on what the puppy means. It's just it's just sort of uh, a commemorative emblem that we wear around Remembrance Sunday, um, and it raises money um, for ex-soldiers. Um, and it's just something that we do as a country. Now, um, McLean 
plays football for the Republic of Ireland and he's not exactly going to be for for Britain and what they stand for due to the fact that the British Army back in the 80s um, were in conflict with with the Republic of Ireland and the Irish Republican Army um, and they ended up murdering 14 people from from the city which um, McLean is from Um, and so nobody really in that city of a Catholic nature doesn't want to wear the poppy and to be honest it would bring him a lot of um, people would from his hometown would be completely against him wearing a puppy and it would look very bad on him to do so from an Irish point of view so the bloke's in a no-win situation and he all he's doing is just choosing to not wear it so yeah and to, to just to finish that little bit of of, of a moan um, if you want to check out a bit more on that um, I've, I've, there's an article on my website um, you can check out which is baggiesfacts.com yeah um on a slightly uh, happier note, uh, some of your newer signings have been doing. <laughs> yeah, I know it's going to be hard. Some of your new- <laughs> newer signings have been doing quite well. Uh, Maddie Phillips and Nasser Chadley, maybe not in that yeah. order, but both both have been uh, solid additions. How has everyone bedded in from from your summer signings? Uh, okay, Phillips has done okay. Nyam's doing okay, although he's been played out of position. Pulis likes to do that though, so it's not his fault. Um, Chadley, obviously, is the shining star amongst all of our new signings, but he had a quieter game against City. Um, understandably, not nobody really had a great game for us. Um, in terms of other players, uh, Fletcher and Olsen were sort of booed off in the game against City. Now, it was a small minority, and I don't condone it either. Um, Fletcher and both, both Fletcher and Olsen have been great servants to the club. Um, but I think it was just frustration boiling over. Um, their two replacements, Morrison and Leco, came onto the pitch and really made a difference. And we started playing some football. Um, and it just proves to those that say we can only play one way and that Pulis ball is the, you know, is, is the only way method of being able to stay in this league. It just proves that we can play football and that we did so against one of the best sides in Europe. Um, we were really pegging them back for 10, 15 minutes. Um and getting crosses in, Rondon missed a sitter, um, McCall in missed a shot at the near post, which hit the post. You know, we, we really did have the opportunity at 2-0 to, to try and get back in the game, thanks to Pulis putting on attacking players and, and telling them to go and attack. It's not rocket science, you know. But as soon as as soon as soon City scored the third, of course, the, the game was well and truly over and... Uh, yeah, I, I just think that picking on individual players isn't going to do anyone any favours and it's certainly not good for their confidence. But it is probably a result of who the manager is at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you mentioned the new owners there a little bit. Uh, anything else that they've done to make an impact at the club thus far? Not negatively, really. When they first came to the club, they gave the fans a, a free drink in the first home game and, and brought the fans a free scarf um, in our first away game. They've not really said too much, to be honest. Um, it's Which is sort kind of, of ideal. Like in this era yeah. of like megalomaniac owners, that must yeah, be kind of nice. Of well, with the Villa owner, Mr. Oh, Shear, saying all the, all the rubbish he's saying lately... And then, and then, of course, you've had the the former Cardiff owner, or is he still their owner? I'm not sure. Vincent Tan, I he's think a, he's still there. Yeah, Vincent Tan. Oh my God, can you imagine? So I'm glad, I'm glad that we've got owners that have 
come in and talk and they're sort of like looking on from afar and seeing how things work before they feel capable I feel of making their own decisions and um, and making a bigger impact at the club but they've said already that they're not going to be wanting to change anything like the club's logo or anything to do with the club's history or the colours that we're playing etc etc so you know it is positive and maybe maybe this is a big big maybe but if Pulis is still here in January, that's probably slightly less of a maybe. But maybe if we sign some good players in the January window, of which we've already intimated that we're going to be looking for some big name signings because we failed to get deals over the line in the summer, um, maybe something can work towards the end of the season. You know, maybe we can play some more slightly attractive football. I'm not holding my breath. And that certainly doesn't mean that if we was to, I'm going to be all happy for Pulis to stay. But if that is the case, I'd rather, if Pulis is going to be staying, I'd rather it be under, uh, you know, under a bit more of a happier note and we're playing a bit of football occasionally. But, you know, who knows whether that's possibly going to happen at all. Mm. You mentioned there are some January buys. What positions do you think you need to strengthen the most? Well, we signed Galloway, didn't we, from Everton as our new left-back. And since Niam's arrived, he's been out of the team playing at left-back, which I sort of called it. But, you know, I just, I don't feel that Niam is comfortable playing there because simply because he's he's not he's not left-footed. And there's many occasions where you're looking for, for a left-footed player to play out from the back or have the overlapping run. And it's just on his wrong foot all the time. Um from that, I would say that we also need a new midfielder. Um, I'm not saying we should be directly replacing Fletcher and that we to bin him and that he's not worth keeping, but we certainly need more competition in the middle of the park. Um, I would be happy if Fletcher was dropped for our next game and replaced with Field um, because I just think that he needs a bit of a rest. Um, up front, maybe. Um, Berahino isn't getting a look in because he's too fat. <laughs> um, I thought we were going to be able to go a whole update without Berahino, but here we are. Uh, well, I've ruined, I've ruined it. Um, but Rondon is very much our first choice and uh, pretty much our only choice at the minute. So God knows what will happen if Rondon gets injured. Maybe we'll play Chadley up there. Oh, please can Everyone but thinks it, it's a good idea and it's never yeah, a good idea. Well, you know... I just think that we, we are stuck in probably those three positions. Um, and if we were to be looking for players, those are the, the positions that we need strengthening. Yeah. Uh, with all that wrapped up, uh, where do you think you finish this year? Yeah. 16th. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, I, have a, I have a genuine question. Would you Go rather on. spend a year in the championship knowing no, that you'd no, win more no. matches? Yeah, I'll, I'll, this gets put to me quite a lot, to be honest. Really? Mate. Man, here yeah. I was thinking I was being original. Nah, no, I mean, probably not amongst this sort of, but, but amongst friends, it's a discussion that's had. Mm. And no, I'd rather not be in the championship because that means our club's not as successful. And as much as it would be fun to go to lots of these away days and to be able to win more matches and maybe have more than 50% possession and all <laughs> these things, it long term, financially, it wouldn't do us any good. So I'm for, as much as it would be good fun, and I'm not saying I'd hate it, it would be great, but it might well be you get relegated and you don't come back either. So I can't see that being a positive 
Um, and there are those that are in the Pulis in camp that are very much of um, the mentality that Pulis keeps you in the league and he's guaranteed to give you Premier League football. But to be honest, if if any season is the season for a club like ours to get relegated, it's this one because anyone can beat anyone apart from Sunderland who just can't buy a win. Anyone can beat anyone as much as ever. And our defensive approach means that we're constantly facing an uphill battle. Um, and so, you know, Pulis has never been relegated, but there is no like sacred special thing that that's the, that that means that this season it might not be different. You know, um, if you look at our previous 19 Premier League games, we've won two. That's that's half a season. Four games won in a Premier League season often would mean relegation. So if Pulis is to continue with our current run of form, then there's the potential that we're really going to be stuck in it down the bottom this season. Yeah, that's uh, not very fun news for sure, but uh, interesting that you would rather stay up because I, I talked to a couple of the championship teams today and it's like something that they're craving and I was just interested to see if uh, you want to stay up mm. as well. And you do. And you should because yeah. it would be crazy to not want to. Uh, yeah. But anyway, there we are. All right, uh, well, that does us for time, so I want you to tell the folks where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me um, personally at thewatts22 on Twitter and the um, the website that I run. You can find that at Baggies Facts or you can check us out online and that's baggiesfacts.com. Um, it's all quite dreary at the minute though, so <laughs> I wouldn't blame you if you're not that interested in checking it out. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful plug. All right, well, nice, <laughs> nice talking to you as always, Dan. I'm sure we'll speak soon. Cheers, mate. Thank you. <laughs>